think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. But we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. Sassy. Yeah. Do you know what day it is? It's, let's see, is it Thursday, Friday? It's not the weekend that much, I know. Every day should be the weekend when you own your own business because you should love your business all the time where you have no Mondays. Well, well, some days. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's episode 50 of the podcast. Oh my God, we're getting so old. We're half century now. And the fact that people have been listening to us for 50 episodes, that's even scarier. Over 20,000 downloads. That's crazy. That is crazy. But I am Ramona Rice. And I'm Lynn Graves, also known as Sussy. And we're the Spa Perd Newers. Hi, guys. And welcome to episode... um, 050. 050. That's right. And it's a special episode because it's all questions that our listeners and loyal fans from our Facebook I swear to God, we have answered these questions before. No. So the first question comes from our lovely Erica Olson, who's a community member. We love her. She created the Fuckets. She's crazy. She is crazy. But she wants to know how you came up with the name, how we came up with the name Sessie. I swear to you, we talked about this in one of the earlier episodes. My, it all started with my grandmother. My paternal grandmother, uh, for some reason, the kids called uh, their parents, uh, my father and all my aunts and uncles, by their given name. And hers was Lilla, which is an old, old name. But, of course, being a little girl, I couldn't say that. So I called her Lala. So my grandmother was never my grandmother. She was always Lala. Lala and Paul. That's what I called them. So when Ramona announced to me that she was going to have a baby and I said, I am way too young to be a grandma. This grandma thing. Uh, uh, no, I am not a grandma. And my, and my grandmother was still alive and we called her Grandma Tigger. Yeah, she, yeah. she well, was I Grandma Tigger. Grandma Tigger. And I just... It, I was okay with being a grandmother, you know, what no, choice she do you have? That's bullshit. Oh my God. No, 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 no. When she found out, like, she was so, like, grumpy about it. Well, it just, it, it sort of came out of the blue. It came too fast. I wasn't quite I ready. Uh, hello. You were there when the little one was conceived. So let's not go down. Did I not teach you about the birds and the bees? Dude. That child got through a condom, spermicide, okay. and birth control. All right, well, that, that okay. man, little man, is meant to be here on this planet. Yes, and he is very special to me. But as Ramona's belly was getting bigger, one of my clients kept calling up and saying, "Hey, how's sexy grandma doing?" And the more I heard "sexy grandma," the more I thought, "Now, how would a baby say the word sexy?" And I went, "They'd say no, sexy." That is not what happened. You wanted the baby to call you sexy originally. You wanted the baby to call you sexy. And I refused. James and I both, my late husband, refused. Because we're like, in the second grade, here's a picture of my mommy. Here's a picture of my daddy. Here's a picture of my sexy grandma. Like, no. And what is wrong with that? Okay, it's very inappropriate for a child to even know that word. And then Mona kept going around going, what are you going to tell them when they get old enough to ask what sexy is? The truth. I'm a sexy grandma. I've shortened it to crazy grandma, which is also appropriate. that's where the word sexy came from. Well, of course, then my husband had to get in on the act. And he went to be dude pa so we shortened it to dupon sassy yes and it's very original nobody else has it and you know they go to school and they go this is my sassy yeah yeah <laughs> or like they said in episode 49 no one else has a sassy but us it's yeah, true. and it works because then they can identify me out of a crowd my best friend whose also name is lynn she's mimi yeah and, you know and then a- it allowed james's mom to be grandma which she really likes yes yeah. so uh, you know it works for us so that's where sassy and i would encourage all women to figure out what their grandma name is you don't have to be called grandma if you want to that's great but if you don't want to be called just typical grandma come up with a name you know i don't want to think about it because as as the little one is starting to grow things and things are happening i know nothing both of them i'm like no 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 i know nothing 
as my know. current, uh, as my f- future husband in a couple of months says, I'm, he's going to go on all the dates. I'm like, yes, because he's so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. So there's that question. All right. We've got a couple. Uh, so Carolyn, who's one of our newest Six Pillar members, she wants to know more details about how the two of us get along as business owners. How do we run a business and then leave that shit at work and be a family? Mm. Oh, Carolyn. Mm. <laughs> There's a long, drawn-out story with this one. Mm. Uh, we don't always get along. Uh, Ramona is very... she. The word strong-willed is not strong enough for uh. her. And I'm strong-willed on my own, but I just, I, I don't like controversy. I don't like conflict. So I will typically back down, but there are days when she pushes me too far, and I will go after her and tell her to back off. But as we get older, it doesn't happen so much. You know, I'm going to answer this question with another question that someone has posed in there of, how did Ramona come and the kids come to live with us? Because they were living with us before right. James died. So I'll let you answer that so james and i originally i worked for a corporation a big real estate company here and my office was 45 minutes away from our house and he was also working kind of in that area and we wanted to be able to buy a bigger house and a good school district for our kids but we were upside down in our house and the mortgage person said we need to rent it out for a year so mom great mom and her gracious offered to let us move in here because there was enough room yeah. Yeah, because they have a downstairs master and an upstairs master and then two rooms for the kids. So so it worked out nicely. And we have the pool. Yeah. That's always the draw. The yeah. pool. Well, the kids. Yeah, especially. So it, it worked out. And I mean, everybody was like, oh, my God, you guys aren't going to get along. And we, we have. Yeah. We, we set our boundaries. We treated with each other with respect. I knew going into this that Ramona is not a neat person. She's not neat. She's never going to be neat. It's not going to happen. So I had to factor that in to my mental state of I'm just going to have to let go of some things. It just so happened that uh, not quite a year later, James died. Less than a year. Yeah. Yeah. It was only six months. Um, Pretty much here in the house. Yeah. And, you know, when you go through something like that, it puts a perspective on what really is important in your life. It's different when you see an older person, I'd say from about 50, 55 up die. They've lived some life. But when they're 37 and they pass away, it really strikes you that life is precious, that it's not guaranteed, and that you need to take each and every day. So through that, we really learn to respect each other and and to determine what was important. Now, through all that, Ramona has built up Spapreneur and she's left me alone with de-stress because her focus is no longer on de-stress is building Spapreneur. I still go to her for advice. Um, I need her advice. I need to know what we should do to keep uh, de-stress growing. Um, I respect that about her. And as a mother, let me say that it's very difficult for us mothers to let go of our daughters or our children. It doesn't matter what age they are. They are always our babies. But at some point, you have to open your eyes and say, this is a person. This is someone that knows how to make decisions, right or wrong. And I must step aside. I must. And if you can get to that point, life becomes much better. And I didn't have a good relationship with my mother. Um, I loved her. I loved her tremendously. And I was fascinated by her. But she could never let go of that control. Um, And I wanted a better relationship for Ramona and I and for my youngest daughter and I. And I think it's worked. So, but I will say (laughs) these last, this last month, we are at the end of it. It is time that she is full-time in her own house. I am done. I'm losing my mind. I keep stealing the tiny humans back over here, but Ramona needs to be in her own house right at this point. And I pretty much am. Yeah. You know, I've got yeah. some stuff still here that I've got to get over there. And, you know, yes, but I'm, I'm very excited that yeah. the other thing that we, we did when we first started working together, it was back in 2008. Actually, no, it was earlier than that because, again, I was a massage therapist. <laughs> and that we had some fights then. It wasn't as bad, though. But but 2008, I had just had Addison. and Let's just say hormones were all over the place. All over the place. Sessie was kind of per- a perimenopausal. And, you know, I came in from a very corporate background you know, running it and Ceci's more organic than I am. I am when it comes to business, it's weird. Like in the household, she likes systems and processes, but business, she's like, she was like, la la la, we'll just do whatever. And it's like the exact opposite 
in business for us. So I'm very much like, no, God damn it. We had to do this, this, and this. Yes. So it was a lot of struggles. I think part of it was when she had to leave um, to take care of grandpa and then grandma. Yes. So you had to leave me alone. And then once I was done with college, you kicked, kicked well, me out. Well, once again, yeah. death put a new perspective because I watched my mother slowly die and it was horrendous um, from complications of cancer. And I'm going to throw this out there uh, just because somebody might need to hear this. Radiation is not always the answer because she didn't die from lung cancer. She died from the radiation that created a hole in her esophagus Mm -hmm. and she literally was drowning to death in her own saliva. I had to watch that. So when you watch that kind of stuff, things become more in perspective of what really is important in life. Yeah. And I, I have a different view in life now. So, and I've learned to let go of a lot of control. I think too. Control is not well, important to me too, anymore. I think too, when James died, it was, you know, you're a fixer. So you've always been like that as a kid. Like you, yes. you've always been a fixer. There was nothing. Still she, am. I'm still yeah, a fixer. Th- there was nothing after James died. There was nothing, nothing. she could buy. There nothing. was nothing she could do. She was nothing she could say not to make it better. Not one damn thing. I could merely be there and and once again to experience that has given me great empathy and understanding for any clients that come in i am now able to boldly go to them hug them and say you're not alone yeah you're not alone i'm i'm sorry you went through this and i'm here you're not alone it was the worst thing our family's been through but it was also a great blessing there's a lot of gifts when tragedy happens you gotta look at the silver linings yeah and and ramona has softened i've let go control rachel our young has grown up quite a bit. She's finding her path. So life is coming together. So, you know, take from that what you can, whoever asked that question, um, and recognize, is it me, you, or what? I knew that the problems when Mona and I were fighting earlier on in our business relationship was the fact that she was pissing me off because this was my business, but at the same time, she was my child, and I needed to let her her have this avenue but she was taking away from me at the same time so it was a real struggle and i am an attention hog and i want <laughs> to be the star and i had to accept the fact that at de-stress i will never be the star no i am yeah and you need to be yeah and that's yeah, what it's, works it's my place yeah and i had to accept that and, that and it's maturity. like even though y'all all say good things about me at spapreneur I'm not the star here, folks. I, I I would not be doing this without Ramona. So, you know, so we all have our avenues. And, and there's always a lake house Sussie escapes to when it gets yes, to be too much. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and so, so that's, if yeah. you're looking at this with uh, how you're dealing with your mother and all, I, this is my advice to you um, or a parent is you have to put your big girl panties on or big boy panties on, sit down and say, okay, at work, we are not mother daughter. We must have respect. You cannot, you must see me as an adult. You cannot see me as a child. And you also, back to her, must respond to her as an adult, not as the child within. So those are hard things to do. You don't realize we all do this. Yeah. I always said when I'd go back to Pensacola, Florida, the child in me went home. And that means all my issues in childhood went home with me too. And... So you need to recognize those things. The other thing is when I'm at de-stress or when I'm referring to mom at de-stress, I say Lynn. Lynn yes. wants this. Lynn wants now this. they all know it's uh, I'm her mother. Yeah, Should, we don't you hide can that. Look at yeah. us and and tell we're mother daughter. But there is it helps a that there. It, yeah it just helps that boundary of of there when we're talking about business. Okay, Lynn and I were talking about this. It's just easier than saying mom and I. And then there's a the little man who goes in there and tells everybody <laughs> that he's the owner and that he is their boss. So I told him, I told Lyric the next time he does it, all the front desk have to know this now, that if he ever does that again, they are to go, okay, boss, and make him scrub all the toilets. And he will. He'll and he will. And he goes, okay, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. So yeah. Is it always easy? No. Even with Spapreneur, um, you know, whereas Lynn, I consider her an equal partner. And yes, I'm running the show. But honestly, she has to hunt me down to do these podcasts because <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. But not only that, but like, you know, like, for example, I was debating because we have the, the paid community now, whether or not to keep the Facebook group or not. Right. And I I was smartly went to Lynn and say, you know, what do you think? And we're going to keep it open because, you know, there are those of you who just are not ready or do not have the financial. And that was a mommy moment. Yeah. There are times when I switched to mommy because I know her so well. And I look not at the words that are said. And this is true for most people that talk to me. I don't look at the words you're saying. I ask myself, why are you saying this? What's behind the words and for Ramona, it was uh, it was a certain attitude and um, and I felt like I just needed to give her my side. 
she can make her own decisions about it, but she asked my advice, so I gave it. I try not to give advice unless it's asked for. Sometimes it's too irresistible, like clean your damn kitchen. Okay. Yeah. What's the next question? Um, <laughs> okay. So um, this is also Carolyn. She asked a bunch. Um, these are fun ones, and then we'll get into some business stuff. What's our favorite skincare line? What are you using on your face right now, Ceci? Ah, uh, God, what is the name of it? Um, I get it at the plastic surgery center. It was center. like skin something. It looks very clinical. Uh, it, it is in a dark blue bottle. You know what? I'm going to have to, we're going to have to post that on, on the show notes. Yeah. The show notes because I was using Retin-A, but Retin-A just, just eats my skin alive. Not that, but it makes it so photosensitive. Uh, yeah. I, it's just crazy. So this is a line that is, a little bit more mild. Um, you still have to get it from a doctor-run place. And I find it does my skin really well. But I'm anal about it. And I do not leave the house anymore unless I have slapped on a good amount of sunscreen. It's making a difference on the face. Um, I don't make any bones about it. I get plastic surgery done as needed. I mean, I'm getting facials every other week to get ready for wedding. And I've yeah. always been, as, even as a child, I would drive sissy nuts because I refuse. Yeah. I, I made her but but that's why i look so young yeah she's got beautiful skin uh she is not a sun baby um so i will have to look it up but what k uses and i do yeah is eminence we also have pca skin is really good yeah but it's more clinical Uh, there's also a line that i've been using at um whole from whole foods believe it or not this little expensive andalus naturals they have this toner thousand roses toner it sprays on it is the most incredible smelling stuff it feels really good i never use toner you know i like it like just, no, because like because we there. use because mom and I also use like we use Jane Iredell face makeup. I love that stuff, even though yeah. they, they even the though company, the company starting to piss me off, off. But I still got to order my powder. Yeah, the powder's fantastic. It's really good for you. It, it like lots of minerals and has. And natural, we don't carry it, them good. anymore because of the company, the way they run their company. But I still like the product. I, it's just a damn good product. It covers up. God, yes, a, a yes, multitude of yes. scents. But that stuff because it covers it up, it can layer on. Like especially if I'm doing video, I have to put more makeup on. Right. So my routine is I love also the Yes to Carrots eye makeup removers because I love and Ceci loves this too. The Revlon Color Stay lipstick. You have to chisel. Oh, yeah, you have to chisel that chisel shit that off. shit off. And it's only like ten dollars a tube. Sometimes. Oh my god! You, you get a drugstore. Great colors. You slap it on. That shit's not never coming, coming off. off. You have to use some kind of eye, eye makeup, makeup remover that's the- that that's made for waterproof makeup. Yeah, and it, it is the most amazing stuff. So I use that. I also also, um, really love, um, again, yeah, the Andalus Naturals I'm also using. Who is it that's down in either North or South Carolina that's doing the uh, organic skincare line? They're doing a whole organic kind of thing. Oh, that's my new client. We haven't decided on a skincare line yet. Okay. Yeah. I, it'd be interesting to see what she comes but up again, with. But honestly, the best one out there, it's expensive, but eminence. Every time yeah. I use their products. Well, and let me tell you guys how we go about getting it, because we are relative to destination spots, very small. So we can't go directly and get it. We we don't have that kind of buying power. So Kay has a friend that orders it because she has that buying powder and we buy it from her. Uh, technically, it, you know, according to the company policy, is that wrong? Yeah, but they won't let us do it any other way. And we believe in the product. It's a wonderful product. Yeah. So peace, uh, uh, eminence is wonderful. It's really good. PCA. Um, you know, I, I, I would encourage if you're looking for a line, look for some of your skincare, um, uh, 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 What's the word I'm looking for? The magazines. For? The no, di- well, that too, but no, um, um, conventions. Yes. Where you go and you can go through and try, and you can tell them, look, I'm a solopreneur and I'm looking for something. Are you going to honor me? What's the buy-in? The other thing you need to ask is do not carry anything that they can pick up at Ulta. Yeah. Like Dermalogica as much. You. Yeah, because here's the thing. Dermalogica. I'm going to go to Ulta. Because it's cheaper. And you get points. You get all this other stuff. And I will say, overall, Dermalogica is a very good line. But let me say this also. Mary Kay is a wonderful line. Guess what? Wonderful. And so is Avon. Or You know what else? Sepafield. You know, there's yeah. a dr- there are drugstore brands so, that do work. So, you know, the most important thing, especially for my skin therapist listening you know, yes, invest in your lines, have your back bar, your good products and all. But just know if your clients aren't going to commit to that, at least give them the advice. Have a drugstore brand that's a little bit cheaper yeah, that you can recommend. Some people can't. Some people are scrimming together just to do the little luxury of getting their face done. So help them out. Right. Yes, we want them to do the right products. But, you know. But there are really good drugstore products. They're the Irish Spring soap people. Ooh, they're, that's they're just, not good But I'm just saying that. Yeah. that they're out there. So just, just try to help them. Yeah. Meet them where they are. Notice 
notice, though, we never said we slap any, like, natural shit. I like it in a bottle that has a label. Okay, you people with, like, I'm going to just take plain witch hazel and essential oils. Okay, let's be clear. I took six months of intensive aromatherapy training, so I could technically blend up some shit. I ain't doing that. Yeah, I and, and there are and some good ones sick. out there. It's yeah. just, I'm not going to do it. You have to keep it fresh. You have to keep it stocked. It's just not Doc, for yeah. me. Dr. Bronner's, though, is my family's soap. Um, we use Castile soap. That's just gross. It's not. It's I because I'm a Dove girl. I, have super I will always be skin. a Dove girl. I love Dove. My grandmother used Dove. I used Dove. My husband used Dove. I have super sensitive skin. So I'm Dove. I just can't. And Dove could handle your skin. Yeah, so yeah. there. Okay. okay. All right. Um, Ceci, what's your favorite wine? You know, I, uh, well, I'm going to say Rosemont is because Rosemont Vineyards in Virginia and their award-winning wine because I belong to their winery uh, and they make incredible wines. But I like all kinds of wines. I, I am. I don't like them sweet. Um, no, you definitely like a dry wine. Yeah, I like yeah. the wine to be a little bit drier. Because um, you don't really have a sweet tooth. You're more like salty. Like when you're craving, unless like, you know what I mean? Me and Anderson ate an entire bag of sour cream potato chips the other day. We were craving it. I went and got him and said, dude, we got to go get some junk food. Well, here's the thing. That's what Sessie's house is for. Because <laughs> right, here's the deal. And then yesterday, before we, on the wait, wait, wait. Yeah. before we ate supper, I thought about Joan Rivers on this because she said this years ago, we had... Little Debbie Swiss rolls before nice. dinner. Because that's what grandmas are supposed. That's what grandmas are supposed to be like. So, I am. I got some numbers from from the doctor a couple months ago, and I've always dealt with obesity and being overweight. It's just something I it struggle runs with. in our family. Yeah, and it's just I not my side, my, not my dad's side, which I take after right, the mother's side. So, and yeah. I totally take after that. I can look at pasta and it literally lands on my hips. It's just um, I'm just designed that way. So I've just made a, a decision that I have cut out. Processed sugar and yeah. so the kids come grains. over here and I give them a little dose, not a lot, but yeah. but, but that's okay yes. because you know. And again, our balance, house, balance, yeah. So and again, like um, yes, like the other day, um, I took the kids out for pizza. I had pizza, you know. Yeah. So it was as you know. So I'm really trying to do it, but the most part, I eat very what we consider like a paleo diet, where it's meat yes. and a lot of vegetables. So, so yeah. yeah, um, but as far as wines go, champagnes. I don't like my champagnes sweet. I like them a little bit. Uh, in the champagne world, it's not dry because dry is sweeter so brute. i like more of a brute um so it, it just depends Your on my favorite mood. place to buy wine is costco <laughs> I, I, I gotta admit costco has some killer ass wine that's the thing no and seriously good prices. Th- i watched a special on costco once on msnbc it was fascinating the girl who actually that's her job is to pick out the costco wine can you imagine having that job her job is to fly over the world and taste wine but then it take the fun out of it for me no i think she was having a good time oh yeah. okay no, no. okay but yeah but i love my rosemont wines and you can't get them other than at the vineyard itself it's a small boutique vineyard yeah let's so. talk about this so they started out with what like a we started out just going and visiting, and then they had this wine club. And it, with the wine club, you could get like 10% off or something like that. And then there was this barrel club, but it was kind of expensive. You commit for four years, and at the end, you get a barrel, but it, it, it's up there in price. But see, Dupa, being the number cruncher, crunched the numbers and saw that we were drinking enough wine that we would make out like bandits going to the barrel club. Well, now the barrel club is closed. Nobody can get in. There's a waiting list. So we're like one of the 50 elite couples that do this. No, no, that that was not good enough. Then they said, hey, we're going to do this event where you can plant your own vines. Yes, sign us up. So now we have a whole row of our own grapes, grapes, yeah, vines. So I think we crossed the line. No, somewhere. you don't own the vineyard and, yet. And then we're going on the cruise in November yes. to France um, with the winery. Yeah, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah, no, I'm super excited for them. I'm a wino. Yeah, I, I don't but, deny it. Here's the thing, though. Like people are like, oh, yeah, we get this question a lot too. Oh my god, you guys must have a lot of money. No, 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 that's no. a real key. Even though we sell X amount of dollars in services every year, I mean, we really do sell that many. We are we we are multiple six figure business. We are a upper middle class family, right? But what we do correctly, not me and Mona, Dupa, is we don't spend beyond our means, and we don't waste. He never wastes. On things that we don't need or... We don't have country club access. We don't have a big boat. When we bought our pontoon boat for the lake house, it was a used little pontoon boat for $9,000. We fell into the lake house. It literally was basically given to us. Do we make the mortgage payment? Yes. So we sound like we have a lot of money. We don't. But what DuPont has taught us is don't live beyond your means. Even if you get a raise... 
live at your current money. lifestyle. Just put that because money when the market tanked, we were fine. Yeah, we were absolutely fine, and we were able to in our business expand that year. We, yes, and, and, you know when when two thousand eleven, I didn't have to. I wasn't sweating, going, "Oh my God, what are we going to do?" We, we had we to because we were losing money, not expanding. That's why I married this man. I knew. I mean, not only did I love him to pieces, but I respected him more. Right. I knew he could lose his job today and still put food on my table tomorrow, and that was very important to me. Ladies, do you hear me? Don't be marrying because he looks cute. Because Dupa was he a must give upper. you good sex. Yes, that's important. Yeah. And something got really loud in our. I know. All room. of a sudden, I thought Evan was in the room. I it did too. Like Evan, but it wasn't. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. I was just. I said the word sex, and I think <laughs> little man didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you don't marry for looks; you marry for all the right other. Because you can fix looks, okay? I, my oh, I cute, did. He had the comb over going oh, no, on. No, no, my well, finally, Evan. Have you seen his new haircut? Yes, I did. Yes, it's because cute. we took him to Nicole. Over. He's shaggy. He is. Uh, he's very he need, shaggy. He needed. He needed some. He's shaping. got this wavy, thick hair. Well, he's shaggy. So I finally convinced him. Like this is their. And person. he wears wrinkled clothes. We're and fixing that. Lord help I'm, us, that boy. We're fixing that. But he's adorable. He is super kind, and that's that was important he to is. me. And he's great for those babies of mine. And, and he has he has uber personality. Yeah. He's engaging, yeah. and he's fun. Like he's yes. just like like sometimes I'm, fun at the wrong moments. That is true. But you know, <laughs> but here's the thing about life partners, and and this just goes for friends, or whatever. You want to look forward to seeing them. Yes, and it's important for you in your relationships. To ask, are they going to fit into your business mode? Oh, that is so true. Like, Evan understands. If I'm in business mode, if I'm in launch mode, spapreneur, like, he's super supportive. You know, he gets it when he has to pick up the kids. And, you know, and Rick, the same thing. Actually, Rick's happiest place is when he gets to use Excel on his, uh, and you know, yes. on the computer. Sometimes we have to go, Dupa, hi, there's the real world. Hi. Remember us? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Get out of the matrix. Get out of the oasis. All right. So, what are yeah. some other questions? Okay. Um, how did Ramona progress in the business from massage to more front desk? So that is an interesting question. I became a massage therapist by accident because I was going through like a life crisis like every other transition. Yeah, she was drifting. I was drifting. Like a lot of kids. between 18, Somehow we think y'all are adults. Between 18 and 25, oh, y'all are old enough now you're out of high school. I am sorry to tell you, you're still a snot-ass kid. Yes. So she gave the suggestion. She was like, just go to massage school. Just go to massage school. It gives you something to do. So I went to massage school and it was okay. And she fought it the whole way. And it not, was okay. not with me, but just argued with the teachers and wanted it her own way. Well, and why again, can't you improve well, this? Well, especially because it was frustrating because, again, I worked at de-stress at the time at the front desk and I'm looking going... What the hell is wrong with this place? There's so many things wrong. Well, and we were not really running it as a business business. It was more like a co-op. So, then, yeah. you know, so, I, I was very casual So about I it. did massage for a while, but then I also at the same time worked for Bath & Butterworks. And at the time, I was advancing Bath & Butterworks very quickly. And I had to make a choice. And I made the choice. And it was the right choice to leave <laughs> massage and go to Bath & Butterworks full yes. time. Because One they, day you're going to have to tell them the story of Bath & Butterworks. I'll tell, I'll tell them the story now. I'll tell them the story. I'll, I'll Told the whole back of our story. So I got um, promoted from like a from like a part time sales associate to a um, part time manager, and then very quickly I moved up the ranks to an assistant manager. But once again, Mona doesn't do anything quietly. I think to date she's the only person to ever get fired from Bath and Body Works and get rehired. Yep, that happened. That <laughs> happened. And then, um, so I moved up the ranks, moved up the ranks. And then what happened was, is that I, I just had been given my own store very young and at the age she, of 25. And your I got mentor, back, Angela. Angela gave me my store. Yes. And then. And we love Angela. She was Angela wonderful. And left. So yes. I, so, but. she but, got but, the bitch. No, 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 no. I got pregnant with Anderson. Yes. Um, and I had him, thank God, in, in late October because that's usually when retail ramps up for the holidays. So I was so in that holiday mode of, so the day after Thanksgiving, instead of being at a store watching women fight over lotion, which was my normal thing, yes. I was home holding a baby going, I don't want to go back. So, so now she's got a new attitude. Yeah. Not necessarily good for bath and body No, works. because I had the awful person, Shelly Morelli. I'll yeah. Her name. She was awful. She was terrible leader. Terrible. 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 And um, so she put me in a store. She didn't know me. She tried to manage me too much. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. So what I did was she told me to put some items 90% off. So I did the entire store 90% off. <laughs> and then, yes, I did. I made a plan that day. Yes, I did. People, I did exactly what people said. We opened up the back doors. I was like, take what you want. Because she had pissed me off. 
So she told Ramona she needed psychological counseling. And she was worried about my child. So I responded with, well, I'm worried about your ethical integrity. So I guess we're even. Do you want Do you want me, you want to pick up the keys? Because you have to come pick them up. I'm not giving them. Oh, God. So this was the end of her bath, bath and body and water So we burned that bridge. So don't do that. Don't burn bridges. So that bridge. But the people that meant were important to you in the management, Angela and all them, you're still very, very close. Very good friends with. with. Yeah. Yes. So, so they're fine. Shelly Morelli got sucked up to another company. Bye, bitch. Bye, Felicia. Okay. So that anyway, was a little side so, okay. So that. So then I decided to try to be a real estate agent, but that was in 2008. Oh no! Right when the market boom crashed. Uh, it crashed. Crashed. So that was awful. And I was again drifting again. Uh, you know, I was pregnant again, and my very good friend Anne Heaslip. We were sitting down one day, and she's like, and I kept wanting. She goes, "Well, just go back to school." Well, I figured out the school I always wanted to go to was UVA. I figured out a way to do it. I did it while I was, but I needed a job. And mom's receptionist at the time was leaving, and at that point, you were starting to run more like a business. At that point, I was pretending. Yeah. Yes. Well, I came in, and that's when the real fights happened for a good year and a half. Yep. Every day, one of us would quit. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, like, drag out fights. I'm surprised yep. clients did not deal with it. I'm surprised clients slept with us. Hell, I'm surprised the therapist stayed Yeah, with I us. know. Like, Michelle and Henry, like, anytime we were both in the room, they're like, oh, fuck. What's it? I mean, just, <laughs> just the whole thing. And just that's what, but that's what happened. I worked the front desk, and originally I was just supposed to be a receptionist, but I brought that retail management thing in, and I kept going, well, why don't we do it systems? So we used to have, for example, each therapist had their own assigned room, and I was like, this is stupid. If we do this, we can maximize the rooms. It pissed the therapist off. But it, it took Ramona a while to figure out the way to approach me is to give me an idea and let me chew on it uh-huh. for a while. Or send it through DJ. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> one of my friends and clients. I'm not one to make quick decisions. I want to ponder it a little bit and look at it from all the different angles. So it makes it look like I'm making slow decisions. I'm not. I'm thinking it through to the conclusion of everything. So that's how Mona ended up. And then when I came back out after mom, I said, see ya. And I, and I was done with my school. So yes, she was, was like, go, get a, go get a real job. I uh, tried working at a community college. That was a temp job. And it broke me out in scalings. Remember that? Uh, shingles. 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 Yeah. I, like I was so, I was so like my, yeah, I was so like. And they stressed. wanted to keep her. She's like, I don't they think so. You don't me, have enough money. Yeah, they, no, no, no. They offered me almost double what Rosa Womble had offered me. And I'm like, no. And I loved working at Rosa Womble. <laughs> I really, really did. They and that's were where she was until the day Jimmy died. Yeah. And they were great to me after yeah. James died. They paid basically. They helped pay for the funeral. Yes. They um, helped. The agents were amazing. I mean, they flooded the funeral home, and they were so kind to me afterwards. But this is really important. The people you have representing you, because the reason I left Rosa Womble wasn't the the commuter thing, because I would deal with that. I had a family to support me through that. The real reason I left at that moment was not only did I need the time with the kids to heal. I really did. And for a summer, basically, Lynn let me take off and not worry. Mm-hmm. She just basically said, "Just stay home with babies and do that." The real reason was there was an upper manager who never liked me, one of the few. And I was having a really rough day. It was a couple of days before James's first birthday without him on the surf. And I was about to fly out. Which was only like two a months, month. Two, two months, months. Not even like a month February, and a half March, after. March, April. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, uh, like a month and a half. Yeah. And I was at a meeting and I was having, I was, I was struggling. I was just struggling. I'm like, just get through this meeting, get through this meeting. You're going to be fine. And I had done a really good job. And she just snapped. She goes, Ramona, we realize you're having a bad day, but can you just keep up with us? At that point, I just got up and left. And then she tried to get me fired. And when I came back from a business trip, I, I told Denise, who I love and I'm still friends with, she's an amazing woman, amazing mentor. She is a person that I really admire because when it's a crisis, she looks like a duck floating in water. I used to call her Mama Duck because she just glides in the water effortlessly, but underneath she's just paddling crazy. I really admire that. But I told Denise, I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But I gave them six weeks notice. I, unlike Bath and Butters, I did everything right there. I gave six weeks notice and those six weeks I worked. I basically stalked there. I was their social media manager. And I stocked all their stuff so they would have plenty of things basically through the end of summer Mm -hmm. so they didn't have to worry about this so they could hire the right person. And I'm really happy with the way I ended. You know, I didn't burn any bridges. I I could go back there and be friends and and happy with them. And, And because I'm still friendly with a lot of realtors, it's led to other things. So, you know... That's my whole career kind of thing. And then Spotpreneur was born, you know, yes. and, and, and there was it, it, originally Spotpreneur guys was supposed to be a side hustle because I was I'm and I still am the community manager for podcast websites. That's our platform. Mark Asquith, if you want to do a podcast, um, let me know, because I love podcast websites. Those guys are great. And they've been so kind to me and mom. Um, you know, she likes them because they're British and cute. They um, are cute. <laughs> Mark is kind of dreamy. Um, he's a dork, but he's dreamy anyway. So um but they, this is originally supposed to be a side hustle, like a little side project. And because of you guys, 
you've kind of turned it into this big giant thing where I'm telling Pockets websites like I can't do all the things anymore. The spotpreneurs need me, and mm-hmm. I love it. So that that that's how I transition to that front desk. And for those of you for Sessi, how you transition out of the room, we get this a lot. How do you get clients off the table? And we're probably going to do an entire episode on this. I will say it just real quickly. We did talk about this in another podcast, and I'm going to mention it again, was I had to tell all my clients that I had to take three months off because I was hurting. I couldn't do it anymore. I had to take a break. They were, oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, I'm going to recommend some other people. And then I quietly went to a handful of people and said, look, this is what's really going on. I'm going to continue on, but I got to get some of these people off my table. And I still hear them whine and cry you know there was a time when you would work on me but no you'll only work on buddy you know i I love you i can only do so much yeah it's it's that boundaries thing so you'll know when it's time and you you just have to have enough chutzpah and confidence and and confidence in your business you do because the the fear of losing the clients if they're going to leave you over that well then they're going to leave you over that however a lot of clients like going back to the same place. That's the reason why I talked about little boy and him come to us from Pizza Hut. And he's saying, oh, all my clients are following me. No, they're not. No, because they're really comfortable at Pizza Hut. That's right. They're going to go to a place and compromise what they think is the greatest for the next greatest yeah. thing. And so you have to know that within your business. Are you going to lose a few people? Sure. But there's others that will replace them. Trust me, for everyone you you lose, I guarantee you get two really good ones. Yes. And that's the way it's always worked. You just have to have the confidence and conviction to know yes. when it's time. You know, because you don't want to give them shitty service. If your body's breaking down, you're going to give them shitty service. Or if you don't want to be there. Like me trying to massage now would be awful. Yeah. Because it's not where my heart is. I would do more harm than good. And 80% of massage is your intent. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, so when is that time? And if you can't do it, you're setting yourself up for some major failure. Okay. Um, Jen writes, how do I go about getting my ass out on my own? I have big plans. Big is in capital letters. Um, I don't want to start small. I want to go big or go home. What steps should I have in place to get going in the right direction? Jen, you want to start tiny. <sighs> I am a step-by-step person because if you're going to go big, unless you have somebody that already has done it and can mentor you or partner with you, I've seen that happen and it's done well, but you got to have somebody that really knows their shit because there are so many things that are going to go wrong, even when you start small. So, um, you know, let's go back to that word roadmap. Mm -hmm. If you want to go big... You need to put that in your roadmap. Okay, I want to hire five therapists. First of all, how are you going to hire them? What kind of therapists are you going to hire? Are they going to be independent contractors yes, or employees? Right. And how are you going to get the clients in, enough clients in at one time to satisfy five therapists? So you have to get that roadmap and do more detailed work if you're going to start up big. Can it be done? Sure. Sure. Um, it's the harder road, though. It is a much harder road, and you have a higher degree of failure. The the the. But a, I, the I gotta admire her saying, "I want to go big." Right. Okay. That that's awesome. You just got to get that roadmap, and if you're gonna do that, that's where one of the very few times I'm gonna say you really do need to mentor with Ramona one on one, because we've been there, done that, know the mistakes, and and you're gonna hit them. And again, it's taken us 22 years to get from one massage room to at the 4,000 square foot spa we have yeah. now. Okay. The, and, and a lot of ups and downs in between there. So Now, I, could I sell that off to somebody at this point, mentor them for a year and have it continue running? Yes, yes, I could. That's a different scenario. So if you can find that kind of scenario, but why would I want to pay somebody else for, for that work? I, I just... Go to your roadmap. Your roadmap is your most important foundation of this. I think the most important thing is that you still, even if you want to go big, you still have to prioritize what you absolutely need and what is a want. Yeah. And you got to do a marketing plan of will the market sustain for what I want? Right. So I'll give you an example. My coaching client in South Carolina who's opening at the Eagle Spa, she's one of those going big. She wanted to go even bigger than she's going, but because she has she has a marketing advisor, a financial advisor, myself, and a few other people she's working with, she's built a team around her. So she's getting advice from all different angles and she's listening so yeah. you know and she and she's being really smart about this is what i'm doing this is what i'm doing and she has a timetable she knows what she wants but at the same time she's being willing to listen so that's the other thing you have to ask yourself is when someone gives you good advice even if it's unsolicited are you willing to listen so here here are my two words i'm going to tell you um roadmap and 
uh, market plan. Know your market. So th- those are the two most important things before you even uh, think about going out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, they A lot of them just want to know about our day spa in general. Like they want to know. So we call it a day spa. Let, let's talk about this. We are massa- we are a pimped up massage studio. Yes, we are. We have more. We talk about massage more because we only have one esthetician. We only have one private, semi-private nail suite. That means we we can do two pedicures and a and a manicure. And I only have those in there because I had so many men that would come in and say, "What else you got? What yep. else you got? What else you got?" It's like, okay, fine, I I will give you because I don't really make any money on the nail suite, but I keep it because it is an addition to. And honestly, at this point, I think it costs too much money to take it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The facial end of it. Finding a good esthetician is money in the bank, and it did, and she runs that area herself. I leave her alone. Mm -hmm. And Uh, she's happy. Yes, and she's an independent. All of them are independent contractors, but she runs it. But the majority of what we do are massages, all kinds of massages, uh, from relaxation to neuromuscular to sports. Myofascial. uh, um, Craniosacral. Prenatal. So we have mostly massage therapists. We, when someone calls in, they've never been to see us, we'll say, well, what type of massage do you want? I don't know. I've never had one. Okay. Does anything on you hurt? Does your neck bother you? No, no. I just, I've always heard massages are good for you. Okay, great. Then we're going to put you with Ty because she is so soothing and wonderful. She gives that spa-like feel. Or if someone's calling and my neck is in pain, I've had massage before. When can you get me in? We'll look and say, okay, who do we know that's going to do the best network? network. Who really enjoys that? Or like, for example, you know, like if they're like, again, if they're pregnant, we know immediately, get them into Michelle first. You know what I mean? As much as we can, you know, and then we've got some overflow if we have to. But you know what I mean? So that's what's nice about having the variety of massage therapists we have. And we encourage them. to. And I have Jedi who can fold you up like a pretzel. He's big and he loves to do that. He has this wonderful personality. And then I have Henry, who's the lover. uh, If you you can't even get into him. Stretching. Um, And then I have Tina, who, you know, as a girl, I look at other girls. I go, oh, she's cute. But obviously... The men think she's gorgeous because they're lined up and she handles them yeah. like behave. <laughs> Rachel and young Rachel. Oh my she's god, she's tiny. She's very young. She's very knowledgeable. Athletic. She's knowledgeable. She knows what she's doing. She's very mature. So, so we have a really runs good group. the range yeah. of everything. But what we mostly do is good massages and, and what, we keep it affordable. And what we look for when we're hiring or, or asking to partner with massage therapists are they teachable? Number one, the are you thing. teachable and will you fit with my group? Can you can you handle the word fuck it? Yeah. Because if you if you can't handle the word fuck it, you, then you're please, in the wrong no. place. And there are plenty of other great places. Like we do get along with our cop. Like you know, I remember that one review when they're like, Oh, they're always bashing other spouse. No. No, we're not. No, no, absolutely no. not. And even our local Pizza Hut, for the most part, does a good service, and they're good for us in some degree because it introduces people to a lot to massage. Yeah, our I job, don't really have issue with them. I just don't want them taking the whole market. No, and we're not going to let them. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's where the difference lies. But um, but there's room for them. You know what I mean? Guess what? When hair cutteries first started, guys, I'm sure a lot of their a lot of hairstylists couldn't stand them. Well, guess what? There's still plenty of independent places, but the hair cutteries what they allow them to and massage envies i'm gonna say it nicely your hand in stone as much as they i don't agree with their business practices they do allow brand new therapists to go in and make some money not a lot yeah some and, they, and they build give the ones that are not how do i say this that are not what i would consider good material for us because our clients expect more advanced work but they're good for those who are just starting out and getting their chops and and haven't quite decided if this is the right career for me right. or not i need the ones in there that know i am here this is a calling yes this is my passion yes. and i love it but we also don't there's nobody in our t- office that talks about, please drink the water to remove toxins. We don't have any of those lately. Do we have any of the green ones, crunchy uh, granola ones that are overly granola? So. No, no. I think it's a, look, you need a little All bit of All of us gr- drink too much wine and yeah. eat too much crap. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, we also don't have a lot of that. There's not a rank of patchouli everywhere. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> extra granola. No. So, it's just a balance. And again, it's taken us a long time to get to this this culture. A lot of what you guys are asking about is the culture of de-stress. The culture of de-stress is, is that... The way we are on this podcast is the way we are with our staff. Yeah, I was I was laughing because we've got a new girl that started with us. Her name is Chrissy. And she was in the back room and I walked in and 
kitty cat was talking and she was flinging her arms out and it hit my left boob. I'm like, you are playing with my titties. She goes, no, I'm not. I said, yes, you are. So then she reached over and she grabbed my titty. And I looked at Chrissy and I thought, well, she can't handle this. She can't handle this. <laughs> She's and, not going to be able to. And that was between us girls. Yeah. I, I've known in Kat there, for 11 in, in, years. In therapist theater. You know what I mean? Yes, so we yes. were in therapist theater. Yes. And it was hysterical to me. But knew, in the rooms? We're dead no, serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we might be friendly with our clients, but there, there's definitely a line. And there's no, we don't cross that line. Yeah. And if anybody we even think, we address it immediately. That's the one thing, guys. If you are the owner of the place and you've got a rogue person in there, get rid of them immediately. It's not worth it. it it's just it's not. Just we not went through a it. summer where um, I had just graduated school and we literally got rid of four of them. One was, it was really hard for both mom and I because, you know. She was special to She was me. special, but at the same time, she was technically stealing from us. She was. She, and was she was doing massages under the table, but I knew about it, but she was raising two daughters on her own with no help. So I just sort of turned a blind eye. Well, Mona wasn't turning a blind eye. Yeah, so, and, and it was the right call. Um, one, mom had to get rid of because I saw her the other day. Oh, you told me. Yeah. We're going to have to tell the Barbie story. We're going to tell the Barbie story. Another one, she just was, had a big mouth and moron. And then one was just annoying. So we just, we got rid of them and it was all, and then the day we did it, we lost power for the entire day. We just (laughs) sat around. (laughs) So I just, I'm just saying if you ask what happens, but yeah. So, so what you're building is a culture, but you know, I always use the term from Dave Ramsey, hire slow and fire fast is so true. Yes. It is very true. true. Yeah. If you've got somebody that's making you uncomfortable and you're not able to figure it out and you're not happy with them being there, it's like a festering wound. The longer they stay there, the harder it's going to be to get rid of them. And it's just going to make you cranky. So, yeah, we do have a question from last week's episode. Um, they could not believe that story about um, it's true. Mario I read Ruth. that. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It, the whole, we, I, I was thinking about that this morning and because I had read that comment this morning. Yeah, that's Chelsea. And... I, when I went into this business, one of the reasons I went into it was because everybody said such good things about each other. And that was my first real rude awakening that there were not nice people in this business. And and it broke my heart. And um, I hope that I'm sure there's some massage therapists that I've kicked out of the place that are going, Lynn's a bitch. But really, I, I, I have a tender heart towards the business. And, and, yeah, well, it's it, a again, true story. Again, the whole moral Hell, I didn't story, even lay out all the details yeah, of it. Here's the problem with it. He he didn't do it to better the industry. He did it out of jealousy yeah. and and not in good intentions. He was a tattletale. Because he was an anal asshole. Yeah, and there was no reason for it. No. So, yeah, and again, obviously, we're doing great. Their business is no longer. That's right. I, 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 I could say all kinds of things. I'll just be good but and let it go. But yeah, now the... the any story told on Spapreneur, folks, they're true. Yeah, we can't this make shit this shit really up. really happens. We're it's not incredible. Cr- we're not that creative. We the can't. drunk ladies in the morning that we call the police and the police want a taser. Um, yeah. The bigoted guy who shows up to try to convince me he's not bigoted. I, I just I, These stories, I can't make them up. We would, I mean, if we did. The men who walk down the hall in just it. their shorts. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. So, uh, real quick, as we're wrapping up, this is a little bit longer episode, but, but this is fun. And we love getting your guys' questions. You can always ask questions. We will gladly answer them. We'll so try just, to squeeze them in. Yeah, we definitely love to. But, you know, Kiki, we gave her a shout out. She was very excited. And she wanted to say hello to her mom. Her that was so cute. Her mom's name is Darcy. So, hi, Darcy. Hi, Darcy. Darcy apparently is a hairstylist. And um, she oh. wants her mom to work with her. Listen to the beginning of this podcast of what I said. Well, and the Lay other down thing, the lines. And the other thing is, too, let's be honest with you. Hair and spa, I'm sorry. It, it, you have to be very careful how you mix the two. You know what? You have discovered a hair salon that I don't go to out of principle because they wouldn't honor a certificate that they technically I, said was expired. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of, I've met now the owner and I get, I'm okay. like, yeah, she's not however, my favorite. However, however. She runs a very good salon. If if you can run a salon like Christine does and nobody's gossiping, they're no. all getting lost. They are the de-stress of the hair industry. Every time I've been in there, I've been in there twice now because I, again, I had to get fixed hair. The hair has been drama. I've never obsessed my hair so much in my life. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so because I'm not a hair person. Lynn will tell no. you I'm really not. But I have become a hair person. Damn it! So we went there. The fiance got his hair fixed, and they were so flexible because I was like, "Can you fit him in?" They're like, "Well, do you mind?" And this is something de-stress would have done. 
we can cut his hair while we talk about your wedding hair. Perfect. That's so something de-stress would have yes. done. Yes. <laughs> you know. So they they run it very well. So if you have a salon like they do, I could see war. I, I could see yeah. de-stress but doing it. But the way it. I would I don't set it up, do it. yeah, no, the way I would set it up is hair would have its own room, absolutely, because the environment for hair is different. It needs to be fun and upbeat, and and, and you music. need a soundproof wall, wall between yes, it because you need to be able to do the hair dryers, blow dryers, and then you need to have a separate room for Where it's peaceful spot and man. calm. Okay, yes. the Dillard Day Spa. If you have one in your area, if they're set up, oh, the I don't know, they're all set up like that. It, it's incredible. It's the most incredible thing because you cannot hear the salon side at all. You see it when no. you walk in, but then you go into like spa land. And you they... go through these glass doors and suddenly you're in this calm oasis. Yes. So, and it's a small space, at least the one in our, our Dillard's in, yeah. in Norfolk. So if I small. had to go back and recreate de-stress all over again, I might consider doing it. Um, but this is what held me back from doing it was, once again, I like to have a licensure in whatever we offer. I didn't want to go to hair school. I was 36. I had just gone through all the massage school. And then by the time I thought about that, I was in my 40s. So I didn't want to go back to school. Um, so that's what held me back. But if it were my mom and daughter and we were getting along and we could meld our business practices, I'm, I might consider it. You don't want me doing hair. No, 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 that would be no amount of Tabitha, no. no amount of Tabitha inspiration. By the way, if anybody in this audience knows Tabitha, we love her very much. Oh my God. I adore her. I used to watch her and I then would, I'd go into de-stress go, okay, would this we, pass the Tabitha test? Yes, yes, yes. You need to uh, find those episodes. That show was damn good. Oh my God. But, she was awesome. But the other thing is this, um, we don't, uh, I've gotten this a lot. Do you guys ever bring guests on? No. Because we the, toy with it every now and then, and maybe down the road somewhere maybe, if we're bored with each other, maybe but, you know we can always change, but not right now. No, and the reason why, honestly, is that we you have know, enough shit to talk. We about. We have enough shit to talk about, but two is that you know I am very conscious of I never want to waste your time and your money, and so when we bring guests on, typically they have an agenda. So the only agenda I want to follow is ours. Um, that's true. Yeah. Uh, there was one question that was posed. I was kind of uh, interested in, and maybe we need to do a follow-up um, podcast on this. I don't want to go into all of it again. was about independent contractors. Folk, uh, we can't answer it a whole lot better than we did in that one podcast. I'll have so, to find that podcast. Yeah, you need to go back. It was like five or six podcasts ago. You need to go back and re-explore that. The bottom line is, Mona and I are not legal advice. No. So you need to research it through AMTA, through your tax laws, and through an attorney. Yes. So, it, you know, you might be asking about the emotional issues of how I control these well, and again, independent contractors. We, we don't. I don't. We can't. You cannot but, control. Even employees, you can't. But... However, these people that work for me respect me and I respect them. So we come to an agreement with each other of this is how I think it should work. And they'll say, okay, I'm going to try to. And sometimes they'll say, no, I can't do it that way. Um, so it, there's a fine line in it, but they can come and go as they please. The best thing I can tell you, whatever your partner with someone in your business, whether it's again, and, and even if it's something like, you know, like we only refer to one chiropractor because their core values match ours. Yes. That's the bottom line. Is and I'm people, comfortable with Or that. like the brands that we recommend as spapreneur, you know, we only recommend brands where core values match it us. It doesn't with. mean there aren't others good out there. It just means these that are the ones these that are the ones that we, we feel confident in. Yeah. So that's why. So whenever you're bringing somebody into your business, do the core values match? And they don't have to be identical, but are they complementary to each other? That's really... And then again, look for people who maybe their your weaknesses are their strengths. That's always a good idea when, when looking for partners. Yeah, I, I guess because I couldn't tell you what my weakness was when I started out. I, I think your weakness was you didn't know anything. So like just trying But to, wasn't that a strength? I think that was time. a strength to be honest with you. I mean, I think, I think you guys have it a lot harder than Lynn did back in the day. Lynn had her own struggles, but there wasn't a lot of this competition. Yeah. But I had somebody paying the bills yeah. so that I, I wasn't trying to put food on the table and I was just trying to go my merry way and be happy and build a business. And I, you know, just my own personal little business and you know, God bless me. Doors yep. opened. Um, and and I have been happy ever since, even though I'm I am starting to go, how much longer am I gonna do this? So I, I, I struggle with that almost daily. Yeah. 
But I'm making too much money and I'm still having a lot of fun. And, and we have Lyric now. Thank God. I freaking love Lyric. We love I Lyric love so much. Lyric. We love you, Lyric, so much. So, so very much. Anyway, this is episode 50 of the podcast. Yes. Next week we will be back. Actually, no. Next week is July 4th. We're going to take it off. Yes. Because America, we're so... You're going to be out there eating hot dogs, dogs. sausage, chicken, yes. pools, and, and, and again, let us all remember something. I know right now is a time where people are saying a lot of things back and forth, depending on which side of the aisle you're on. Just remember that we're all human beings and we're all just be kind to one another. Yes. Try kindness first. Yes. Maybe that's the best rule we can say. And that's also in your business. When you know, in doubt, be kind. This is going to air on July 4th. No, no, it's not. No, it's no. not. Okay. No. I'm all, ignore me, folks. <laughs> ignore me. That's why I tell them at the front this desk. Is just why, ignore this me. This is why she's not responsible for scheduling the podcast episodes. No, no. I, I, no. Just ignore me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, real quick, though. We are um, very quickly. I don't have the date in front of me, but the incredible um, Christopher. What is his last name? Page. Thank you. Christopher Page. He's one of our spapreneur community members, but he's not actually a spapreneur. He is a marketing expert who helps um, holistic-based businesses because he believes in them. He and I will be doing a live Facebook lesson on Facebook ads for free. Okay, cool. Um, What's cool is that the live will be up for like 24 hours. I'll give you guys the dates. It'll be in the show notes. This is episode 50. So spapreneur.com forward slash 050. Um, The replay will forever live in spapreneur community. Okay. Yes. Cool. I want to give one last shout out. I believe his name is Ben. We love you so much, oh Ben. Oh my God. I was so touched and so uplifted by your positive message that you shared. You're my kind of guy. If you ever move up here, dude, you are coming to work for me. I think Ben should come to Spapreneur Live. I We're am selling just tickets, guys. That, that Live. was Awesome. I'm, I'm going to read it. He posted it on June 15th. Hello, Spopreneur friends. It's Friday. For many of us, that means nothing. We work seven days a week, but we can still pour ourselves a glass of wine and pretend, can't we? I know most of the time we use this group as a way to vent, idea, uh, vet ideas and vent. Today, however, I feel inspired to simply send some encouragement out to our little spa community. Each of you are amazing, talented, and full of potential. Sometimes your business, no matter how big or small, will throw you curveballs. Sometimes life will throw you curveballs. Keep your head up. Remember that great entrepreneurs have extreme patience. Roadblocks can always teach us something and bad days help us appreciate the good ones. Keep your chin up and don't forget you are special and have a great weekend. That alone made me want to go see him. Yeah. Just that. Such positive, wonderful vibes. Love it. Love it. Love it. So Ben Willis. And I think that's what I'm most proud of right now. Episode 50 of Spapreneur. Again, when we started this podcast, we didn't know what we were doing. We were like, let's just sit in the closet and talk about day spas. And we were like, they're never going to believe the stories that we have to tell. And we didn't think anybody would listen. I mean, seriously, I really, I'm like, there's no way. I mean, guys, right now, the podcast is downloaded 3,000 times a month now. Oh, that's fun. That's crazy. Like in in terms of podcasting. A thousand of those are me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm still too busy listening to Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we're listening to Ready Player One right now. I, I know. I, I know. A little man told me. Yes, he's very excited. He got to see War Games the other day. He's now, you know, indoctr- okay. indoctrinating nerd. Anyway, but Ben and um, to Joanna and Beth Wade and, and Texas All of you Beth guys. It's Eleanor just that Ben stood Denise. out at that one time. But but seriously, uh, Erica Olsen and Kiki and Chelsea and Carolyn and Rebecca Blumfield. Erica, I will come your way one day. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Blumfield from Badass Bodywork. She was a huge supporter yes. of us in the beginning. She still is a big supporter of us. She's we, awesome. We really appreciate your guidance and what you're doing in our industry. But listen, guys, this podcast we do every week, not because we like to hear ourselves talk. We talk in our heads enough. Oh, God, the voices in my head are so loud half the time I don't hear everybody else talking to me. Exactly. So we do this for you. So please, 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 if you have ideas, if you have questions, go to our Spapreneur Facebook group. It's not going anywhere. And ask those questions. I will be honest with you, though. Linda and I probably won't answer in that group because we have a paid community and we owe it to them, but we probably will answer on the on podcast. The podcast yeah. And it'll be superficial, but we've got different areas, but we always want to have this podcast and the Facebook community because we know some of you, money is tight and this should not be about the money for us. We really are just trying to build a culture and a community of spapreneurs mm-hmm. who just know, you know what? It's okay to be yourself. Because face it. It's a tough, naked world out there. Seriously. I mean, you're already having to deal with, like, hairy backs and, like, back acne. Ew. Um, seriously. So, and butt cheeks when they open that smell. Or That's like, a whole nother episode. Oh, my God. Or, like, okay, so yesterday I was getting massaged by Quayla, and I could feel a fart coming. And I'm like, no. 
And I felt so bad because I couldn't hold it. And we know that because yes. your butt cheeks clenched. It's like, why are your glutes so tight? Because <laughs> I'm trying to prevent, but luckily I don't need dairy anymore, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, so thank you guys for making it to episode 50 again. Next week we're taking off because happy Independence Day, America. Yay! Yay! I'll be at the lake. I will not because um, we'll be recovering from taking the tiny human to Imagine Dragons for her birthday. Shh, she doesn't know yet. All right, spapreneurs, we'll see you later. All right, bye. bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.